Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to a show I like to call Pop Culture and the Pea Brains, hosted by myself, Brett Carson, along with... His father. That is correct. Thank you for joining us yet again. We are on episode, I believe, 24? I don't know. Well, I, I being the one that uploads the episodes, I, I believe we're on episode 24. Whatever. Now, how, how has your week been? Because it's, uh, it's a new month. Yeah. It's uh, your February. mom's birthday. It's my mom's birthday. That's mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you have any plans for Valentine's Day? No. You're not gonna take mom to dinner. I doubt it. Uh, well, I did recently find out that Waffle House does take reservations for Valentine's Day. Well, that's just wonderful. So if you're looking for a uh, romantic evening, real romantic, take her to Waffle House. Uh. I heard it best described by comedian Jim Gaffigan. Waffle House is essentially a gas station bathroom that sells waffles. Anyway, we are going to be talking... If you work at Waffle House, don't take offense. No. I mean, if you work at Waffle House, know that I go there at least like once a week. So I am in no position to judge. And it's my favorite place to eat. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, absolutely. What do you get? What's your order? See, when your mother and I were first married, yeah. we would literally save our coins once a month and go on a date. And that date consisted of going to eat at Waffle House. Okay. Do you want to elucidate the audience on what your order was? No, no. I'll talk about that later. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, good Lord, it's, it's something. It's something. But, as we always do, we like to take audience suggestions for... Uh, for topics to discuss, and we are going to take a new suggestion from a dear friend of mine, Cato, the guy that previously suggested Dragon Ball, <laughs> uh, and we are going to be talking about a specific character in the DC comic universe. Red Hood. Red Hood. Why, why is it that your friend... Always pick something I know nothing about. You gotta learn more about stuff. He's not gonna say, hey, can you talk about Green Acres? Why not? I wish he would. Because he was born in 1998, Dad. Uh, I mean... That's fair. Yeah. I can run it by him. Also, we did get another suggestion. Yeah. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Have you watched that? It's been a long time ago. It's a really good movie. It's got Johnny Depp in it. Anyway, Red Hood. So, do you know anything about Red Hood? No, not much. I mean, I know it's associated with the Batman. The group. Batman. The Bat Group. My yeah. favorite My favorite band, the Bat Group. Yeah. Um, so, just to lay it out on the table, what all do you know about Red Hood? Cause it's you, spelled you did... R-E-D-H-L-O-D. You missed the space in the middle. Yeah, there's a space there. Yeah. Besides that, what else? He's a superhero, but he's... He, Incorrect. He's, no, wait a minute. Now, hold on. Now, he's more of a villain than he is a hero. We have a word for that. An antagonist. anti-hero. Anti, right. Antagonist is what he is. N- not necessarily... Well, okay. Antagonist has kind of literary merit since like antagonist is just the person that goes against the protagonist but an anti-hero in comics that's going to be your venoms right characters that do things 
for the greater good in the end, but do them through dubious means. Yeah, and he's a bad guy with a good good heart. Kinda, kinda. But it would be prudent for us to start with the history of the Red Hood. And I'm gonna let you do that. Yeah. So the Red Hood started out as Jason Todd, who uh, was Batman's second Robin. Now, Batman's first Robin, Dick Grayson, Dick Grayson, correct, uh, was a circus performer that uh, Jason Todd actually saw performing. Didn't, didn't, excuse me, didn't Dick Grayson eventually become a Red Hood? Not a Red Hood. No, he became Nightwing. Oh. Okay. So the thing with the Batman, not the Batman. The thing with Batman is he had several different robins throughout the years and eventually those robins would move on to either become heroes of their own anti-heroes or the like so for example uh dick grayson became nightwing uh jason todd became red hood damian wayne moved on to be a giant jerk uh but point is when these people moved on who became the new robin the next person that batman found on the street So, Batman was very much into adoption. I gotcha. Uh, or abduction, depending on how you look at it. Uh, but, anyway. So, Jason Todd, he was born in a very riotous household. His mother had a uh, drug problem. His father had some criminal tendencies. And taught Jason how to steal at a very early age. Well, at one point, um, Jason's mother supposedly died. Uh, and his dad was sent to prison and also supposedly died and jason was left as uh, you guessed it an orphan batman's favorite uh so to get a new sidekick or rather to get by jason <laughs> decided to do the only thing that an orphan would do in gotham city which is you gotta guess um go ahead no just take a guess. Well, I, uh, what's the question again? What do you think Jason did to get by? In Gotham City. Yeah. Which was New York, basically. Essentially. Um, I don't panhandled on the street? No, he decided uh, he was going to steal the tires off the Batmobile. You know, the multi-billion dollar vehicle that Batman has. I don't know what the has. Batmobile is. Okay, well. Excellent. Yeah, well, suffice to say, he got caught. Actually, he got one tire off before he was caught, uh, which is really kind of, you know, pretty good. And how do you think Batman reacted? Well, yeah, well, when he noticed that one tire was gone, he would probably get upset. Well, he didn't. Okay, Jason didn't take one tire and run away. He was caught as he got the first tire tire. off. Okay. Um, Well, Batman, instead of, you know, reporting the kid to the authorities which i think would be a hilarious scene of events where it's like batman saying yeah this kid was robbing me take him to arkham asylum no he offered refuge to jason todd uh and offered him the position of robin because he was in need of a new and ward he eventually became red hood you're getting ahead of me now you're getting ahead of me. i know i'm just so robin was not the most famous DC character, but at the same time, I mean, Dick Grayson was the Robin in the old 1960s TV series. With Adam West. With Adam West. Mm-hmm. Now, it it's important to say that Jason Todd had some big shoes to fill in becoming the new Robin. 
Dick Grayson had kind of established himself as the titular character. Okay, who uh, um, uh, who came first when it comes to Robin? Was it Dick Grayson? Dick Grayson Jason? was first. Dick Grayson was first. Okay. So Jason Todd had to basically match or, uh, what's the word, uh, rise above the shadow that Dick Grayson left. So the 66 show. Yeah. With the with uh, Burt Ward playing Dick Grayson, Robin, mm-hmm. the Jason character would have come about sixty eight, something like that. If they had you know continued the series show. on, yeah. But Jason's story is a bit darker. So the fans after the fans were not a huge fan of uh, Jason Todd uh, because he you know being a child of misfortune, he had some anger issues and he wasn't quite as adept uh, at anything uh he was i mean he was a skilled kind of scrapper but he was not a dick grayson so (laughs) the comic writers decided to give the readers a chance to decide what would happen to jason todd he was kidnapped by the joker and you could as a reader either vote for batman to save him or to have the joker kill him do you know which one they picked? I would say the Joker killed him. The Joker murdered him mm. with a crowbar. Oh, nice. y- yeah, uh, killed him with a crowbar, mm. and yeah, he was gone. And so Batman has to find a new Robin. Yeah, Batman had to find a new Robin at the Walmart. Uh, no, uh, so <laughs> there's this thing in the DC universe called the Lazarus Pit. Now, you're familiar with Lazarus from the Bible, correct? Right. What, he, died. he died. He died. What happened after that? And he died. He was dead for four days, and Jesus brought him back to life. Yep. Um, that is similar to what happened in this. Jason Todd, dead, was resurrected by Talia al Ghul, who is another character in the DC Universe, in the Lazarus Pit, which brought him back to life. And it had some other effects on him as well. So he came back with increased strength, speed, durability. He basically got a one-two punch when it comes to all of his kind of Robin skills. So now we're going to do a little bit of background on the Joker. Do you know how the Joker came to be? No. Okay. So he was a member of the Red Hood Gang. And in his first mission, or one of his missions against the Batman, uh, the character that would become the Joker was fell into a vat of acid hold on yeah hold on yep okay yep uh, i'm i need clarification because i'm so stupid no you're not stupid you're just right. what not informed right well whatever you want to call it. uh you got jason getting killed with a crowbar yep and he goes to the lazarus pit mm-hmm. and he comes back to life yeah at that point he's the red hood correct yes okay okay hold on Let's go back to the Joker. Yeah. Now, the Joker, you see, there was a connection between the Joker and Red Hood. Mm-hmm. He was part of the Red Hood gang. Mm-hmm. But Red Hood, the, when the Joker was alive, was starting out being a part of the Red Hood gang, mm-hmm. there was no Red Hood. Correct. Um, so, the Red Hood gang is actually where Jason got his name. Uh, so, Joker fell into a vat of acid as the red hood and his skin turned white his hair turned green and he became the joker 
we don't actually know what Joker's, you know, non acidic form looks like, but uh, he survived essentially and he became the Joker. Mm. Well, he went, then went on to kill uh, Jason Todd, who then took basically Joker's old name to kind of in an act of vengeance against the Joker. Now, he became the new Red Hood. Gotcha. <laughs> it's really interesting because. Do you know Batman's, like, one rule? Uh, what? What is that? No killing. He doesn't kill anybody. Yeah, well, that's that's true. Because uh, on the 66 show, there was never any killing. But even in, like... So there are recent games, Arkham Asylum, uh, Arkham City. Uh, there are some more recent, like, dark movies. Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight. Oh, uh, hey, another interesting point. Yep. Throw this out there. I know for all you listeners, you know the A Team. You've heard of the A Team, mm-hmm. that TV show. Yeah, with Mr. T. Yeah, there was never any killing. You were not allowed to show killing in that show. Really? So that's sort of like the Red Hood. There A little was bit. No killing. Red Hood didn't have that rule. There was no killing. What well, you said something about Batman it. had a rule Batman. against killing. Red Hood, his logic was. Batman, if you had killed the Joker, he would never would have killed me. So not only does he have a vendetta out against the Joker, but he has one out against Batman. And the Red Hood, fighting with two pistols, or magnums, depending so on... So now Red Hood, who mm-hmm. used to be the sidekick of Batman, wants to kill Batman. Doesn't necessarily want to kill Batman, but he thinks that his techniques are ridiculous. He thinks that they're ineffective in handling crime. Mm-hmm. Because Batman's whole thing is, I mean, Joker's going off, doing a crazy thing. He's, uh, you know, putting people on ferries and threatening to blow them up. Batman captures them, puts them in Arkham Asylum, and the Joker escapes, does it all again. Jason's mindset is, you know, once I catch the Joker, I'm going to kill the Joker so that he can't do this whole thing again. He can't hurt people again. What are your thoughts on that? It sounds a little confusing, but... What part's confusing? Well, I'm trying to think of, okay, you got... Batman doesn't want... Or there's no killing. Yeah. And then you got Jason, who not necessarily wants to kill Batman, but wants to be vengeful against Batman. He wants to be better than Batman. He wants to be a more effective crime fighter than Batman. And he's willing to kill for it. Well, see, Batman's not. Batman's not. He has, like, a moral code. So does that mean that one is better than the other? It's It depends on your way of thinking. Because, I mean, if you look at it, all the Batman comics and merch kind of would say suggest that he is the, quote, better hero. But you can't argue with results. Well, wait a minute. You said that the Red Hood is an anti-hero. Yes. So, Batman would be a superhero. He's a, he's just a hero. He doesn't really have any superpowers. We're gonna get in, we're getting into semantics at this point. Um, but, essentially, Batman and Red Hood are extremely similar because Batman fights with, like, martial arts and tech, but he's not gonna kill. Red Hood does the same thing, except he uses pistols, he uses bombs, he uses things that will kill. And his motivation is death. Not not death, it's vengeance. 
and that's somewhat similar to Batman. So they're very similar characters. But at the end of the day, one is willing to, in his own words, finish the job, and the other is not. So Batman is not out to finish the job. In his way, putting him in jail is finishing the job. Because in a, so in a real world, obviously the Joker has to escape in the fictional world because, you know, audience demands it. Conflict bolsters sales. If the Joker went to Arkham Asylum and stayed there, you know, people wouldn't love the Joker as much. But in a real world, well, Batman wouldn't exist really, but Batman would capture the villain, they'd go to maximum security prison, and they would not escape. Now, let me ask you this. Yep. All right. You've got Batman, who's very popular. Yep. Just about everybody on the planet has heard of or knows who Batman is. Yep. If Red Hood was Robin, why is he so... so um, Obscure? Yeah. I mean, did you know who Nightwing was? No. That that's that was Dick Grayson. Yeah, but but why are those characters so, as you said, obscure? Well, you you've mentioned the 1966 show a lot. Now that was back before uh, superhero films could be kind of risky. So, like, describe the 1966 show. Well, I mean, it was uh, each episode. Or H two or every two episodes, you'd have different villains. Mm-hmm. Uh, people like um, oh, I'm trying to think. You'd have the Joker in one. You'd have the Penguin in another, and you would, you know, they would. It would be random, and but it was good, clean. Uh, it, there was no real violence. If there was a fight scene, there would be. Uh, just fighting, uh, nothing real violent. There was no guns, no knives, things like that. And whenever they made contact with a punch, it wouldn't actually show the punch. It would go to a panel that just said pow or wham. Exactly. Something like that. Would you also say that it was goofy? Oh, sure. Nowadays, I mean, the year 2021, if you look back to 1966, yeah, in in a way, it was goofy back then. Mm -hmm. Well, now superhero things nowadays are in some cases extremely serious so take for instance the dark knight have you watched the dark knight Mm-mm. man i'm sorry I'm, you watch fewer I'm movies than i do sorry you know i watch other stuff yeah you rewatch everybody loves raymond eighteen thousand oh, times that's that's me you can watch the dark knight i'll watch everybody loves raymond everybody loves the dark knight okay so everybody loves the dark knight that is a film where, I mean, the Joker literally kills people throughout the entire thing. Heath Ledger puts on a spectacular performance. Things have gotten more risky, risque. More violent, it sounds like. More violent, yes, but more more serious. More impactful. Would you say that's because we are, as a human race, more desensitized? Personally, no. I just think that things have to adapt to remain relevant well let's let's go back yeah okay into the 60s you had shows like dragnet yeah okay um the crimes on dragnet were pretty tame back then compared to crimes on tv today Mm -hmm. things like uh 48 hours you know things like that uh 
Um, Batman, for example, mm-hmm. it was pretty tame compared to shows of today. Things have changed a lot. Would you say that's because the crimes that they didn't show didn't exist, no, or no, because no. they didn't want to no, show them? No. no, what I'm saying is they they existed. The crimes existed, but now we were more able to watch those things crimes because maybe we are desensitized a little bit desensitized is such a weird word because it it suggests a corruption um when i don't necessarily think that's the case i just think that we've become i mean we've changed as a culture just like things have always changed we have changed with because i mean we've said on a previous episode a lot of tv shows in the 60s were very similar a lot of them had dealt with like a nuclear family. A lot of them had the dad being a dope, the mother being the smart one, and the kids being, no offense, irrelevant, um, but or just goofy in general. But once once TV kind of established its hold in society, we were allowed to have a little more nuance in our shows, a little more nuance in our characters. So every character wasn't Robin. There was Nightwing, who is kind of a spiritual successor to batman and then there's uh red hood who is this conflicted anti-hero that wants to be similar to batman or or rather wants to kind of override batman and show that he is superior i think that we could almost make a metaphor comparing the various robins to you know the different iterations that robin took afterwards all right all right maybe more Maybe what I'm trying to say is this. Okay. Things that are happening today. Yeah. Versus things that were happening in the 60s seem more violent today than they were in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Is that because, and I'm not saying TV was the cause of it, but I'm saying, do you think we as a culture looking at television today? have changed the way we look at look at television in the 60s. Do we look at it a different way? For example, another example, early 70s, a girl named Marsha Tremble. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. She mm-hmm. was kidnapped and murdered. That was a big, 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 huge deal in Nashville in the early 70s. It probably wouldn't have the same, carry the same weight today why i would venture that that was not a unique circumstance though i mean i don't think that kidnapping i don't think that in the year 2000 people were like you know what seems good kidnapping and then did it a lot more i think that with the advent of you know better criminology technology and better forensic technology that we've been better able to kind of discover kind of crimes and and solve them i think we've just become more it's become more saturated in our society. Um, I don't necessarily think that it was a new concept because that's ridiculous. I mean, murder, rape, kidnapping, whatever has been around forever. I mean, ever since there were two people in the world, there was murder in the world, as we saw with Cain and Abel. Um, so it's, I don't know. I, I, all I know is I enjoy the dark Knight and I enjoy the sixties campy Batman show. I think you can enjoy both. Yeah, yeah, you can. I like them for different reasons. But we're getting a little off topic with Red Hood. 
So Red Hood uh, has been compared to other characters in popular media. Who would you say Red Hood could be similar to? Oh, I don't know. See, anti-hero, Red Hood. Um, hmm. I, I don't know. One that pops into my head is um, Boba Fett. Do you know who Boba Fett yeah, is? In Star Wars. Yeah, in Star Wars. Uh, he is he's a bounty hunter uh, in the same way that, well, <laughs> Red Hood's not exactly a bounty hunter, but he doesn't have as many qualms about killing people as most characters in the DC Universe. As most characters in the DC Universe. But um, another one that is very prominent, there's even some videos online pitting the two against each other, is Red Hood and the Winter Soldier. Uh, do you know anything about the Winter Soldier? No. Okay, I didn't either uh, until I watched a lot more Marvel films. So the Winter Soldier, a.k.a. Bucky Barnes, was a friend of Captain America's before he was, uh, again, killed. And then he was brought back to life. And then... Was he thrown in the Lazarus Pit? Too? He was not thrown in the Lazarus Pit, but he was brainwashed by Nazi scientists. Well, attractive. Yeah. Uh, brainwashed by Nazi scientists, and then he was turned into a sleeper agent that enacted his own, not his own, but enacted the, the will of Hydra, which is essentially the Marvel version of the Third Reich. Now, can you see some parallels between the two characters? Sure. And both of them kind of have redemption arcs in the sense that both of them did terrible things, and in some ways... The Red Hood is trying to kind of be a good superhero. He just has different methods than Batman. Now, with the last couple minutes, I'd actually like to suggest some readings for comics if you are looking to get a little more uh, knowledgeable on the Red Hood. So I would suggest reading A Death in the Family, Under the Red Hood, uh, which is a Batman film, Red Hood The Lost Days, um... And, yeah, Under the Red Hood is also a comic book. And then finally, uh, Sidekick Showdown, which is a Green Arrow comic, but it features Red Hood. Uh, I think the most important one would probably be uh, A Death in the Family, because that highlights everything that happens with Jason Todd prior to, uh, prior to him becoming the Red Hood, uh, following the Lazarus Pit incident. Uh, and then I would also suggest watching the Under the Red Hood film, because it's an animated Batman uh, feature film, and it's extremely good, extremely well made, uh, and goes into the backstory of who Jason Todd is and his kind of inspiration for becoming the character that he is now in the DC Universe. Um, but give me your thoughts on, on Red Hood, because you came into this not really knowing a whole lot. Well, I mean, uh, I know a little more now, but uh, mainly... I've learned that uh, Red Hood was not a superhero. Yeah. He was more of an anti-hero. Yeah. And um, he was more adept to killing as was Batman was not. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those are some things that have piqued my interest a little bit. And, you know, I, I might want to do a little more research now. Well, if you do want to watch the Under the Red Hood uh, movie... Uh, I would be certainly down to watch it with you because I watched it a couple of years back and it's really good, as I said. Um, but, yeah. If, if there are any other kind of Marvel or DC or fictional characters you'd like us to talk about, 
um, just send us an email at bcarson129 at gmail.com. Again, that is bcarson129 at gmail.com. Um, I am more familiar with Marvel, <laughs> much more. Uh, I actually had to do a decent, I mean, I knew and the background for Red Hood, but I, I need to do a little more research to get kind of the nuts and bolts squared away. See, I'm more into Little Red Riding Hood. I, you know, I am. I mean, that's, I'm 58, and I, you know, I don't know much about these superheroes. You're a square. Whatever. <laughs> Characters that I personally know a lot about, uh, just because I've read a lot of comics regarding them, uh, Ant-Man, Venom, Spider-Man, Agent Venom, and uh, I've read a decent bit about Cable and Deadpool, but I wouldn't call myself uh, very, very knowledgeable about them. I've just read a lot of comics regarding them. But um, what what is your favorite Marvel or DC character? We can do a quick little end-off. I would say I like Spider-Man the most. Spider-Man? Yeah. Now, do you like the Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, or Tom Holland iteration? Tobey Maguire. Good man. Good man. Well, uh, would you like to thank Cole and Taylor? Yeah, I would like to thank Cole and Taylor. For what? Well, Cole for the music mm -hmm. and Taylor for the artwork. And uh, if you guys did not know, which you wouldn't know, but uh, Cole has actually joined a band, Hybrid Soul. Um, and if you guys would like to follow Hybrid Soul on Instagram... Uh, show them some love, and Cole is also on Instagram as well. Um, so, yeah, big things are happening. Uh, for Scion Heart Productions, we have a bunch of new shows coming out uh, in the next couple months. Uh, we have a cooking show coming out in the next month. We have a uh, music-slash-video game show that will likely come out in the next two months, uh, and more updates will come in the future. But what are we going to talk about next week? I have no idea. Are we going to do something you want to talk about, or do we want to do well, something I want to talk about? I think it's your turn. Is it? Finally. <laughs> Look. Um, but, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Why did we talk about sauces last week? No, we, we talked about food. That was your pick. So, it's your pick, right? It's not my pick. You can have your pick, because I kind of stole it last week. Excellent. Uh, but... This has been Pop Culture and the Pea Brains, brought to you by Brett and Dad Carson. And remember, keep it in the crock pot. We like our Red Hood slow cooked. We'll see you next week in the Lazarus Pit. Bye bye.